<laughs> All right, Coach, here we are. Episode, you know, we're almost to the 80s, if I'm not mistaken, as far as our podcast and uh, getting some good momentum gained in listeners, Coach. So hopefully honing our craft, honing our skill as we discuss, you because know, every true teacher is a learner, right? And, That's right. That's uh, so I'm right. excited. I'm excited. So go ahead and introduce yourself, Coach, and then I'll go and we'll dive into our topic. Well, uh, my name is Greg McNeil, and since we talked about, you know, truth without deception, absolute and most perfect, my role is to help people find things that they really love to connect to themselves, pursuing life at the highest level that they're capable of. Yeah. Um, an authentic life, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that's my joy. That's my service. That's my call. Yeah. Very good, Coach. Very good. Well, you know, uh, obviously, Sherry Wilson, Genius Al, limited company, but I have found lately that my role has become very focused in on people who arrive at a time in their life and they're like, what do I want to do with the rest of it? That, that has been the theme for the past two weeks, which is a great segue into our uh, Hell Yeah Life Coaching Intensive and uh, that's where we specially hone in and, and work. But that's what I've been doing lately. I mean, obviously a coach and social media manager and all that stuff. But um, life coach, not anything else. You know what I'm saying? Life and professional coach. Don't soccer, <laughs> football. No. But, uh, but that's what's been going on. And I, um, I wanted to, because uh, when you were talking, uh, I wanted to dive into processing disappointment and, you know, like in the pre-show combo, I'm like, have we even done that? I think what we've probably done over all these episodes is we've touched on certain aspects, but we've never um, had focused attention. If we have, I've forgotten. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so um, I, I'd like to I'd like to dive in with the idea of this, and that is disappointment. If you look at the word dis, and then it's appointment. And it's this idea where you feel like you've missed an appointment. But if you process it properly, you actually find that what was disappointment is actually preparing you for future appointment. And and so processing it is really important. And, um, and going through like what is actually going on on the inside of you, not just thinking that didn't work out and you you know, feel discombobulated, confused, disillusioned, et cetera. So what are your thoughts, uh, Coach, as far as disappointment and processing through it or anything that you want to share along those lines? Well, first of all, what you said was five stars. Um, and I agree completely, like two twins walking. And, oh, that was funny, like two twins walking. <laughs> Um, you know, uh, gratitude is what actually what comes Mm. to my mind in, in, in situations like that. And I know for me, um, and we talked about, you know, like a disappointment that I experienced. And the first thing I did was I was like, ah, gritted my teeth. And then I went right to my journal and I started writing down. And one of the things for me that I realized was I looked around and I thought, When I left this place, um, Albuquerque, 
and started a journey that would eventually take me to Clovis before I would return back to Albuquerque. When I left, I was a completely different person. Mm -hmm. And I was living a different life. And when I returned, and so when I started writing, I thought, you know what? I'm actually grateful for the disappointment that I experienced. I was chuffed at first, but the more I wrote, the more I realized, I said, my life is no longer here. Yeah. And the next adventure that I am on would cause me to be in two places, one in northern New Mexico, just right under the Colorado border, and then one here in Albuquerque. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's not going to happen. And so the gratitude was, I have what I want. I'm doing what I want. And I'm still moving forward. But what looked like a disappointment was really releasing me from being obligated in ways that would have brought a stress that from my present vantage point, I would not be able to see. Not only and, that, but don't you think also, Coach, like um, being here uh, in Clovis when you were <clears throat> just the, the connections and the things that you experienced, like you said, it you were a different person when you arrived back in Albuquerque. And so maybe one of the things that people can do in dealing with disappointment is um, taking a an inventory of those wonderful uh, connections, uh, life lessons, emotional intelligence work, like all the things that have made them better and more prepared for the next season. That could be, you know, the gratitude aspect and the assigning value to the things you went through that made you a better person. Absolutely. 100%. 100%. I mean, um, you know, I came out of Clovis with a, with a skill set um, that added to my independence in very tangible ways, mm -hmm. right? Uh, much more connected. I mean, there are things that I do now. I move about in the world now very differently. Yeah. And um, I could say something like, well, civilization is not the real world that is built on top of the real world, which is nature, right? Yeah. What happens if everything shuts down? If you if you don't know how to survive in the natural environment, you're probably SOL, right? Yeah. Well, I can go into any environment, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. No matter where it is and, um, and survive in it and thrive in it. Yeah. And, but interesting that it, those experiences shape my thoughts in terms of what I appreciate, Yeah. right? I need something much more tangible, something much more real, something more natural. So um, as it relates to people saying, okay, I'm at this stage of my life and I've done these things. So now what's up next for me, right? Yes. Well, guess what? What they're talking about really is meaning. Yeah. Right. They're talking about meaning and uh, and it's got to be something that touches them on a level very different than the way they've spent their time before. Yeah. Because they've obviously grown out of whatever it was that they were doing before. Right. Yes. And uh, and that's me. Right. As I, you know, I walk around and look around, it's like, yeah, my man, I'm, I'm not the same guy. I mean, I'm in a big city, but I'm almost a hermit in a way, mm -hmm. 
right? Mm -hmm. And um, and it's simply because of the change. So again, talking about how do you process disappointment, you talk about taking an inventory. Yeah. Well, the inventory needs to be an accurate one. Oh, right? that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and one of those where you recognize that um, your feelings are information and not your identity, right? Yes. So um, to be accurate, that's what you have to do in your inventory. It's like what's really going on here, not processing feelings that have nothing to do with, with what's really going on, but things that put you in an ego frame of mind, which is another way of saying you're not really in touch with your life. Yeah. You're in touch with something that's external. So yeah. what we're talking about is if you're going to be really in touch with your life, you need to make sure that your thoughts are accurate um, in your inventory and in your assessment of yourself, your needs and where you think you're going. Uh, one of the things that, you know, is to me accurate thinking is the work that we do came from your uh, living here temporarily. And mm -hmm. remember when we first started talking about the, the work of the intensive and then you know, we initially called it a mastermind and realized it was a little bit different. And yeah. so we renamed it, but also the podcast, um, I had written that down. Remember I showed you my, my business planner mm -hmm. and I had written it down in 2016 and it was like something was missing and it was actually a someone. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times disappointment and things not working out is actually not things not working out. You need key pieces and key people and key, probably emotional growth, uh, you know, spiritual growth, physical growth, all of those things that make us whole people, um, before you're ready. And, uh, one of the things I was telling, I had the opportunity to, uh, coach to some uh, people that are starting up businesses. So one's uh, buying a printing press business or a printing business. And then the other, she's starting an uh, online clothing boutique. And one of the things I told them to be aware of that actually is a huge reason for disappointment is over attachment to expected outcomes. You have to really be careful of that because if you attach yourself and, and what I mean by that is more the how it comes about, not the, necessarily the goal. So like for me, right. you know, my DCA, my definite chief aim, that's fixed. It's solid. Um, and I've actually got three for three areas. So those are, those are things that every decision, every activity is filtered through. Um, even my physical training is filtered through it because I got to be here for a while and feel good. And, and strong. Um, but the way it's going to come about, I cannot attach myself to that because if I do yeah. it, anything that is contrary to that expected outcome will become a threat, not an opportunity. So you have to yeah. really be flexible in your maneuvering, if that makes sense, or you're mm -hmm. going to get stiff in this one idea. And then when it doesn't happen, you're going to feel disappointed, but also feel like it's never going to happen. So you have to really be careful with that. What are your thoughts on that idea, coach? Well, you know what, when you were speaking, <clears throat> the first thing that went through my mind is that the universe 
God, the source of all things, whatever the language you use, is the ultimate chess player and ha always has the first move. Mm -hmm. And whatever is intended for you is really intended for your growth. Yeah. Now, as you were speaking, I must admit, I got a, I got a, like a, <laughs> I got a, like a, a sock. To, it's like a right, or that's my left hand. I got a left hook to the head that I didn't see coming. Um, we're about to be in um, approaching our 80th something podcast together. Yes. Right? Healing business, healing community is what came out of our conversation. Yes. And one of the things, dear listener, I want you to be able to understand is that thoughts don't stay in an area. They move out through the universe and people pick up on them, whether you realize it or not. Yes. You know, like an idea hit somebody walking down the street in Clovis and the next thing, you know, it's like, I don't know where that idea comes from. And it might be a year before you see them, but they show up. Yeah. Right. And when I think about it on that level, it was like the work you do, the work that you have been doing, both of you together, um, is a special work. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um because you put things out there for people to help them to live their best life, but you also help them to be grounded in things that are real, mm -hmm. right? That's a special service, right? You, you can go to church and get it if you want to, but you can log in here and get it every Friday. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, if we're not asking you for anything other than to be able to change. Um, but when you think about it, when I think about that, it was like, man, that's, you know, that hit me in my soul in a way. Um, and, um, yeah, and it's like, look, this is, life is really special on that level. So, there are some things that you do in your call to life. Um, you have to remember that everything is connected and your life is not always about you. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's about bigger things. Yes. So that's something you also have to keep in mind when you think about what it is that you're going to be doing. Like for the business owners, right? It's like, you want to make a profit? Sure you do. Nobody goes into business. Nobody invests in any effort without receiving some return for that effort. Yeah. But that's, that is still within the context of service, which is the underlining thread and everything throughout the world. Yes. And when we forget that, um, I think that's when we lose touch with what we're going for in terms of a chief aim and how we process things like disappointment or um, how we relate to expectations. Coach, that was good when you were uh, talking about, you know, obviously you want to have a return on your investment, you know, on your business or whatever it is that you're doing to earn a living, earn, uh, generate wealth. But the underlying source of that is uh, servitude, you know, serving. I guess it wouldn't be servitude, mm -hmm. but serving. Yeah. Well, that goes back to the original premise we had for the coaching intensive, and that was, you know, Robin Williams. 
Yeah. Remember? And he yeah. had all of the externals. He had the house. He had the family. He had the money. And he lost his way. And yeah. and so that's why we're so um, like laser obsessed with the internal world yeah. of individuals because if you think that what you make for a living is going to bring you happiness, all you have to do is read the stories of people that had it all and they were the most miserable people. And so chasing after externals is to me the greatest road to disappointment because if you're working on the internal, right, and you will naturally have the external things. It's just a natural thing. You provide service, you provide excellence, you provide integrity, um, you give away your best stuff for free, which is what we do every week. And you do all of that. It is a natural that you are going to prosper in that endeavor. So the, the focus of the, the human needs to be the internal world. And if you are dealing with that, even if you come against an obstacle or you have a disappointment, you recognize that is merely an opportunity to grow as a person because what you're going after cannot be disappointed. You are assigned to that. It is attached to you like stink on you know what, right, Coach? That's right. So you're not going to be able to get away from it. (laughs) You can't. You can't. (laughs) You know, one of the things that, um, you know, like, dear listener here, so stay with us. In the Robin Williams example, wealth, money, family, um, adored by millions of people. And his wife goes out to the store and she comes back and she finds a tragedy. Mm -hmm. Now, you want to talk about a disconnection, right? Yeah. That's like the ultimate disconnection. You think this is what you have going on in your life only to come back and your life is change in such a way that it's it's horrific it's made for tv it's so tragic yeah and these are the things that we're talking about if you're when you're out of touch with the life that you're living what you're doing um there is nothing in the external world that can overcome that right because um we create the realities that we see in this life yes right Mm -hmm. you know we have far more power to create our existence than we realize. Yes. And again, we talk about accuracy of thought, right? It's like, what do you need? Well, in this case here, he never got a sufficient answer to his question. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And he had obviously been trying to answer that question for a number of years. Right. Yeah. And so what we're saying is, is those people who are coming to you and it's like, so what do I do now? Well, when they sit down and make that list and, and ask themselves the question, what do they want? That has to be a very real question. Yes. Right. It can't be pseudo. It can't be something that's on the periphery. It's got to be deep inside. Right. What is that thing that you want? Right. Uh, And without the answer to that question, um, you'll be trying to answer it again and again and again. Yeah. Right. And watching things around you kind of like reflect your indecision. The (laughs) two statements that you make, because like, you know, you said you got hit by a left hook, which on my side, it looks like a right hook coach. So whichever (laughs) one, you could have gone with it. Um, (laughs) But you've had a couple statements in our work together that have really stood out. And um, one of them was, 
uh, anxiety and depression are fed by thoughts. Yes. And so if you look at the external reality, like, so if we go back to the Robin Williams example, if you look at the external reality of what he had accomplished every goal he ever had and, um, you know, the top of his game and yet his thoughts, the first action, right? That's another phrase you use a lot. Yeah. We're literally killing him. So the, the internal realm of death in his thinking manifested in the external realm, external realm in an action where his death affected not just his family in the most keen way, but also what he would have brought to society, continued to have brought to society because he was a game changer. That That's what yeah. people don't realize. He was a game changer. And so um, when you when you think about it that way, that your thoughts and your internal world will always come into the external, you have got to focus your attention on the internal and stop believing the lies. You have to understand that yeah. depression and anxiety are fed through thoughts. That's one thing you've always shared. The other mm-hmm. thing was your statement at the beginning where you said truth without deception, absolute and most perfect. So when like all you, like if you look at like one of the things that and I hate to be an armchair psychologist. I'm not, I'm not a clinician like you coach, but when I think about our example of Robin, if he would have examined the evidence that he manifested outside, it was evidence that he was valuable. It was evidence that he was impacting society. It was evident. So somehow the evidence, and it's almost like an oxymoron, if we're saying that your internal life is um, seen in your external, we also know that out of intense pain, he was able to bring about internal things of value to us. But the voices that of depression that he was um, listening to, they needed to be challenged. He needed to use the things that he has done and the things that were um, the positives and impactful things to the surface to challenge. Does that make sense? I feel like I'm maybe getting a little bit too deep, but you got to challenge what you're thinking. Yes. So again, I'm just going to say this real quick. Um, I'm going to preface it by saying there are principles in the world that are accurate, no matter where they come from. So if you hear the expression in the beginning was the word, right? Mm Mm-hmm you are talking about a thought form. Divine expression, yes, it was thought. This is what you're saying. You're talking about a thought form. Mm-hmm. So what we understand is everything that you see and witness was first a thought yes. before it was manifested in reality, right? Including how we feel, mm. right? Mm. Um, so- uh, Hang on, I wanna make sure people heard you, coach. So yeah. everything- First is a thought form, including what we feel. That's exactly right. Because once the feeling, you know, it's like that thought goes into your head. If you if you're paying attention to it, that thought really is not sneaking up on you. Yeah. Right. Or even when you start to realize it's like, man, I'm in some kind of mood. The minute you recognize that you're saying you're in a mood, it's like ding, ding. There's a five alarm bell going off in your head right now. And it's like there's an answer over here. Yeah. Okay, 
So what we're saying is you have an opportunity right then to examine what that is. Um, depression and anxiety in and of itself, it's like anybody can feel that for a moment. It's sort of like the Buddha said that he's, or ancient Chinese sage, you can't stop a bird from landing on your head, but you can stop it from building a nest, mm -hmm. which is to say that if you feel something, you get nervous or whatever that is for a moment, that's okay. It's what you do with it after that that becomes the issue for people. Yeah. Right. And so this is what we mean that you're having to do something with that thought when it comes up. Yeah. You have to keep working that thought. And in this case here, um, I wouldn't say that you're being armchair. I would say that, you know, wisdom is wisdom was not always in the university. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Somebody had that was a that's a system thing. I'm not denying the fact that, you know, like going to school and getting an education is not important. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying wisdom existed, you know, before the university did. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> I just yeah. want to say that. So on that level, then, um, if you notice that there's something that's wrong, there's something that's wrong. Yeah. Right. You know, like um, a man's wife may not be in the university, but she knows what's happening with her husband. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't care how brilliant he thinks he is. Right. She's going to be the one that keeps him anchored. <laughs> and if not, he'll be on the news. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when you were talking, Coach, what came to my mind that maybe we could finish off with um, in our next few minutes is when you're disappointed in people situations, because you've got circumstances, but sometimes you have people in your life that make decisions that can make you feel disappointment. And really it's the level of relationship as well that can cause that. And so I'm just going to yeah. be very brave in my communication. And, you know, when, when you were here and then you realized you and Laura Lee needed to get to Albuquerque, I was so anxious about that. And, um, uh, really not disappointed in you, just disappointed because there was like a, a loss that was mm -hmm. going to occur. But when I, so obviously in our work, we practice it. I mean, it's that simple. We practice what we talk about. And so what I did mm -hmm. is I got my journal out, which by the way, I've created journals, um, as well as planners. Don't know if you knew that coach, but anyway, so I mm -hmm. sat down in my journal and I'm like, okay, what's bothering me? So I write down, you know, Coach and Laura Lee are moving away. And then the next question in there is, what's really bothering you? And so I'm like, okay, you know, so I'm sitting there. And I've got like a list of emotions, you know, because sometimes you got to have help, you know, identifying. Yep, yep, yep. Long story short, the disappointment had nothing to do with you. It was my own past experiences that were trying to attach themselves to a current decision. Yeah. Um, I also think too, though, that I am naturally skeptical of people. And so it's like, okay, are you really going to stick around? You know what I mean? Are you really going to stick around coach? That was the question. Mm -hmm. And that comes from a lot of things, right? And so recognize that your disappointment and others may actually be things that have occurred to you that have nothing to do with that person's decision. So mm -hmm. you have to challenge the source. That is so important. 
You know, I want to say that when people use the word karma, like something comes around, I had, I flipped that and said, when something comes around and around, it comes around for our use. Mm -hmm. It gives us an opportunity to grow. So if you plant something at the wrong time of the year and it doesn't work out, when the next time a year comes around, it's like, okay, don't plant it before this date. Do it afterwards, right? Plant it during the new moon cycle. You learn something. Yeah. Okay. And one of the things now to match up with what you're saying, right? One of the things for me is I can be really resistant to being attached to anything. Mm-hmm. But once I say um, I am committed to something, I commit, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And my word then becomes my greatest currency. So when we talked about this, it's like, look, there is a part of a journey that I need to take that actually makes our work much richer, but I have to go and do that work. But I am still going to be available to you. And guess what? We haven't missed a beat. Mm -mm. Nope. Right? We, we, we haven't missed a beat. And, but we both in our own ways have to work with all of those messages that we've dealt with before the past situations. And it's like, you know what? Hang on for a second. That's no longer true. Yes. Right? And it hit me in my own way. Once I got here, you know, I realized and, you know, my wife said, I didn't think about it much, but I realized you haven't gone out to see anybody. And I said, that's because I didn't come back here for that. Mm -hmm. That's not what my life is. Yeah. Those relationships don't take me where I need to go. The work does. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to do something else. And guess what? It continues to shape our experiences. And I'm really glad to, you know, have this podcast today, actually, because um, it gives me a chance to really think about how special the work is that we do. Because you and I know that somebody else knows exactly what we're doing. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, and I think it's just really a great thing. Yeah, it is. It's a great thing. And I would say that for the listener that's listening to us as they move forward in the year, um, you are listening to people who are holding you in the highest regard. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. um, we can take your darkness and hold it until you're ready to see the light. Yeah. We only ask you one thing, right? Truth without deception, absolute and most perfect, right? Um, not our truth, but yours. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. um, we're not here to overcome your habits. We're here to help you to overcome your habits, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And we do it in a loving way, but we kick a little ass with it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why we call it an intensive. <laughs> exactly. Right. Because not everybody um, knows how to let go when they're requesting help. Right? That is so true, coach. And I think it even surprises our students 
um, because it's hard to describe what we do in that setting. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things like you just have to experience. I mean, we're not trying to be super mysterious. I mean, there's non-disclosures, obviously, because we have material that we, you know, people pay for and we don't want to just fling it at, out to everybody or there'd be no need to do that. But the, the, the experience is just something that we could probably guarantee you've never gone through. <laughs> yeah, I'll put it to you like this. If you've ever bought any kind of a plant or you bought any seed and you put it in the ground. If you buy a, a plant that's already above the ground, then basically you have to transfer it to another pot and you add some things to it and then you water it and then you go from there. If you take the seed and you're gonna put it in the ground and you have to do a little more work to the ground to make sure that the seed can grow. What you never get a chance to see is the action of the seed and the plant beneath the surface. Mm -hmm. But you trust the process because you see it growing. What we do is happening beneath the soil. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So this is why we may say um, it's hard to describe what we do because it takes place beneath areas that people readily recognize, right? We don't hit you with rah, rah, rah. The art of self-change is not a surface matter. It's mm -hmm. a much deeper one, Yeah. right? And so if you're on that level, if you're on that wavelength, then we're bringing to you the things that enrich your life, right? Mm -hmm. um, because we can tell you right now, we know those who try to skip steps, right? Yep. And when yep. they skip the step, they fail. Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But we're here to help you. We're, we're not going to be mysterious, but the example is probably the best one. And so if you really, really want to make sure you get what I'm saying, um, go look at the plants that you water every day. Yeah. Um, they're growing in your house and you make an assumption by it, but you never see what's going on below the surface. Once that water goes down or you put that plant food in there, you can't see it growing. Yeah. You just see the effect of it. And that's who we are. Yeah, that's good, Coach. And I think on that Nate note, Nate, on that Nate, <laughs> um, we'll uh, put another one in the books. Let me do our clapping sound that you can't hear, Coach. One second. Yeah, oh, there we go. There we go. Okay. Um, but leave uh, uh, reviews. Um, all the information to get a hold of us is in the show notes. And uh, we're going to keep building this thing, Coach. And um, hopefully building people, uh, in the process that we may never meet. Um, but if you have been impacted, we would love to hear, uh, what you have to say. And, um, I guess I would finish with gratitude and taking accurate inventory when you're in the midst of disappointment, challenge your thoughts, get to why you're really feeling it, and then just continue on towards your, your life mission. You know, <laughs> go ahead, coach. Okay. Yeah. So I, I just want to agree with you and I'm going to stop talking because you know, I, I can just take this and keep going and going, but that's just wonderful what you said. And uh, so we just look forward to meeting you and um, wherever you are and serving you at the highest level. Amen. <laughs>